0: Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So this is gonna be a pretty short episode based on the book, Intuitive Eating. The subtitle for this book is Make peace with food, free yourself from chronic dieting forever, and get to the natural weight that fits you. And it's a really, really good book. It's one of the classics in intuitive eating and kind of mindfulness world. And I'm going back through it at the moment. So I'm gonna do a few short episodes based on some key points that come out of this book. And I got to a page today Page 32, where it has a really good graph of what dieting looks like versus what intuitive eating looks like. And I'll run through the principles of intuitive eating and kind of their definition of it in a moment. But this graph basically shows you've got a graph showing when you diet, you've got the expectations of dieting is that you're going to lose weight quickly and it's going to go straight down. And then it follows on with this graph with the reality of, it may well do that, but then it bounces up really quickly again as well. So you lose weight and you regain it. Underneath that, it has the graph for intuitive eating. And with this graph, it's very up and down, but it's trending down. So you see lots of little spikes. There's obvious weight regains on certain weeks, but it's heading downwards over time and it gets to the bottom and then it just stabilizes at the bottom. So it's representing, there are ups and downs, it's very much not a linear straight down response and way of getting to the goal, but you actually get to the goal and stay there. And it's something I've seen happen with many clients who have adopted that approach and it's often taken some time to get to using that approach in a way that feels like it's kind of working. It takes getting used to it because with dieting it can put so many different thoughts and worries and relationships with food and rules that aren't helpful into your mind and it just needs time and work sometimes to kind of untangle those thoughts and get to a way that feels much healthier much more intuitive but when people persevere with that they get to their goals and they keep the results for good on this page as well it talks about basically um if If you focus on the end result, this is a quote from the book. If, however, you focus on the end result, which for most people is the amount of pounds lost, it can make you feel overwhelmed and discouraged and end up sabotaging the process. Instead, if you acknowledge small changes along the way and value the learning experiences, which can be frustrating, it will help you stay on the intuitive eating path and move forward. Once you truly become an intuitive eater, your body will return to its natural weight and stay there. For many people that means losing weight so there's so much value in this statement as well where people do experience that when they follow this kind of approach where they're not restrictive dieting they're focused on intuitive eating it is frustrating it can feel overwhelming and discouraging because we're used to doing diets where we see quick results if you do any kind of diet it's designed to help you see fast progress And that often means cutting out certain foods or cutting carbohydrates eating a lot less than you have been and for any of those reasons you see pretty quick weight loss it's often a combination of a little bit of body fat but also losing quite a bit of water weight a lot of if a lot of diets will promote reducing carbohydrate intake and if you're having less carbohydrates in your diet your body starts to use up stored carbohydrates instead and so you have less food and energy coming in plus you're using up energy stores and stored carbohydrate is stored with water so every gram of carbohydrate is stored with three grams of water so suddenly less food coming in plus your body releasing stored energy and water means that you lose a good amount of food volume and water weight in the first few weeks of most diets so it can seem like you get this fantastic progress and we get that excitement from stepping on the scales and seeing wow this is working like I feel like it's working and you get that kind of dopamine hit from seeing that so then when you switch to an approach that's more intuitive much healthier more balanced it feels discouraging and it feels potentially overwhelming that I've got to learn this new way of thinking why can't I just kind of follow some some set rules and get some fast progress I see that happen a lot but as the book says if you acknowledge small changes along the way and that's small changes in weight but much more importantly small changes in your habits and your mindset you notice that you're starting to do things differently and build a healthier relationship with food that's where you can feel good about the process itself and you value the learning experiences as well as the book says if you can either see that you're making progress in small ways or if you feel like you've slipped up, there's something really valuable you can learn from that. And then you're either winning or learning and learning can be used to create a win next time to help you do something differently. And then you keep moving forwards and it's then over time that you stabilize that relationship with food. You stop the the dieting and regaining approach, the yo-yoing that so many people experience and it becomes much more stable generally that means you're eating maybe more calories on average well not on average but more calories kind of most days than you may have been doing on a diet but because you're keeping it stable and it's feeling good over time you're you're actually in more of a calorie deficit because you're not dropping calories really low and then rebounding by overeating or binge eating at other times because it's erratic and because your body is kind of driving you to eat back those calories that you've been restricting when it's eating much more stably with a healthy relationship with food that's where you just see gradual weight loss and you get to where you want to be with all the tools then that you need to actually stay there as well and it asked some questions in this part of the book as well about if you're a good candidate for seeing weight loss through intuitive eating and some of the questions are like have you routinely eaten beyond comfortably being full Do you routinely overeat when you're getting ready for your next diet, that last supper mentality? Do you overeat as a coping mechanism in difficult times or to fill up time when you're bored? Have you been resistant to exercise? Do you only exercise when you diet? Do you skip meals or wait until you're ravenously hungry only to find that you overeat when you finally do eat? Do you feel guilty either when you overeat or when you eat a bad food, which results in more overeating? If you answered yes to some or all of those questions, then it's likely that you'll be able to return to your natural healthy weight as a result of intuitive eating. Once you've given up dieting forever, you'll find yourself eating far less food and wanting to exercise regularly. You'll find that your body feels so much better when your stomach isn't overfilled, when your muscles are toned and your heart is fit. If you focus on how you feel as the goal, rather than on weight loss, that is a key point. And you'll find, ironically, that you can't help but lose weight. The book goes on, but that is such a key point to focus on. Focusing on how you feel helping yourself feel good and enjoy the process. It's a massive part of what I work on with clients. And I'm going to go through quickly the, the principles of intuitive eating to give you just a bit of an idea of what it is and what the book talks about. And I would definitely recommend checking out the book if you're interested. It's called Intuitive Eating. And it's by Evelyn Tribble and Elise Resch, if that's how you pronounce it. Very, very good book. So in brief, the principles of intuitive eating, there's 10 principles that they talk through in the book. And I'll touch on them each really briefly here. Principle one is rejecting the diet mentality. This basically means deciding you're not going to do any more diets. Diets do not work. We're moving away from that and we're finding balance. That is the big goal principle two is honoring your hunger so keeping your body fed with adequate energy and listening to your body that building that relationship back where you are responding to hunger and fullness signals often we can kind of we move away from that when we diet we kind of override those signals and we lose touch with them a little bit so this principle is all about getting back in tune with how your body is feeling and if you're hungry then eating food even if you haven't got any calories left or anything like that listening to what your body is telling you and honoring what it needs principle three is making peace with food so deciding that no foods are good foods bad foods and you have permission to eat anything that you want there's nothing that is forbidden nothing is bad and it's deciding that if if something is delicious and i love it then i'm going to enjoy it if i don't love it then i won't eat it but Anything is fine, anything is allowed, and it's good to have those foods included within the context of getting great nutrition as well. Principle four is challenging the food police. So this is screaming aloud no to the thoughts in your head that declare that you're good for eating really low calories that day, or you're bad because you ate a piece of chocolate cake. The food police monitor the unreasonable rules that dieting has created the police station is housed deep in your psyche and its loudspeaker shouts negative criticism, hopeless phrases and guilt-provoking indictments. Chasing the food police away is a critical step in returning to intuitive eating. So that's their summary of what it means and essentially yeah it's saying we're moving away from good, bad, feeling guilty or anything like that we're just getting back to balance and any foods are fine. Principle number five is feeling your fullness. So again, listening to the body signals and noting when you're no longer hungry. Often with diets, we've overridden that again as well. Diets teach us to eat according to rules and how many calories we've got, what foods we should be having, what time we should eat them. Feeling your fullness is about listening to check in and see, am I am I still hungry partway through this meal? so it's building the habit of just pausing in the middle of eating and asking how does this food actually taste and noting like am I still hungry for this often we go from one extreme to the other and we'll be really really hungry because we're following diet rules and then we'll be off track and overeating, and then we've gone past that point of fullness so we want to kind of be in the middle of that pendulum and be noting if I'm hungry I'm going to eat and I'm going to eat slowly and mindfully like knowing that all foods are allowed and I'm going to Check in with myself regularly and stop when I feel satisfied, knowing I can have those foods again like anytime I want. Principle six is discover the satisfaction factor, and this is reminding ourselves that we can have pleasure and satisfaction from food. It's absolutely fine to do that and a good thing to do that. We shouldn't feel guilty for eating anything, and food is delicious, it's a big part of life, obviously and a big part of like social events and connecting with people. Food is fantastic and we want to be enjoying it. We want to remove the guilt and we wanna feel satisfied and content and really savour like, things that are really worth it to us as well. So that means eating what you really, really want and letting yourself have pleasure from it, not feeling guilty. And it says as a final statement for this principle, by providing this experience for yourself you'll find that it takes much less food to decide that you've had enough principle seven is cope with your emotions without using food so this is about finding ways to comfort or nurture or distract yourself or resolve feelings like anxiety loneliness boredom anger in ways other than food so many of us have built the habit of using food to comfort or to numb out in those situations so it's recognizing that food won't fix any of those feelings it may offer that comfort in the short term and it may be a bit of a distraction temporarily but then you still have the problem and you have more of a problem because then you feel rubbish for eating that food so it's recognizing that that can easily happen not feeling guilty because food is always available and it tastes great So it's natural that we would go to that as an easy way of coping and just feeling better in the moment. But it's knowing that ultimately you have to deal with the source of the emotion as well as like listening to your body, eating when hungry, stopping when satisfied, taking away food as that coping tool, having it there, but having other strategies in place as well. And the book guides you through lots of ideas on that. And there's plenty of other ideas on how to do that in other episodes of this podcast principle eight is respect your body so this is recognizing that we all have different genetics we all have different lives different bodies different situations and all of us are worthy of feeling enough just as we are and it's recognizing too that when you respect your body you treat it so much better and when you treat it better you see better outcomes and better results so seeing your body as like recognizing what it's done for you as well so many clients that I work with are are incredible people who've also done incredible things looking after their family like having children raising children doing all these amazing things in their life and they've got to a point where they they kind of have forgotten those things and they've just focused on what that body looks like right now and that they're not happy about that but if we zoom out and we see just how fantastic the human body is in general And how much your body has done how worthy of respect it is it can change how you feel and that can change what you do and this is often where going into things like strength training can be incredibly powerful because then you're looking at your body in terms of what it can do and appreciating it for that and focusing on perhaps fitness goals as well if you wanted to so many clients that i've worked with have not really had a fitness goal or not done weights training before but then they've fallen in love with that part of the the process. Recognising how, how fantastic it feels to be lifting more weight and getting stronger, feeling muscle that you didn't have before and how empowering that can be. And, and seeing how your body improves in terms of fitness as well. It could be training for a certain goal, like running a 5K or a 10K. It could be just kind of monitoring your heart rate and seeing how actually going out for a walk, when you start your health and fitness journey, maybe that get your heart rate up into like a zone two zone three on your tracker and it t- shows you that that means you're in a bit more of a kind of a fitness zone because the walk is quite hard work and then as you get fitter you find actually that walk is easy your heart rate isn't barely changing and it's appreciating like how incredible the human body is that it will respond to what we do even the smallest amount of exercise will start to increase our health and our fitness and then when we have that sense of respect and kind of enjoyment of that it often encourages people to do that little bit more and then you're on this fantastic journey of just fitness health and loving your body for what it can do principle nine is exercise feel the difference so this is about getting active just to feel how good that can feel shifting your mindset to how it feels to move your body rather than to burn calories and to lose weight it's about just enjoying movement And if you focus on how you feel from working out, such as energized and proud and really happy that you did it because you get that endorphin buzz as well, that can transform your enjoyment of it and your likelihood of doing it again. And then you get that positive momentum of just, actually, it just feels good to do this. There's no pressure. It's not about necessarily lifting a certain weight or doing a certain fitness goal. It can be, but it can also be just about enjoying movement for movement itself. So our bodies are designed to move and to thrive Like when we're out moving, doing things, lifting, getting out in nature. And if we do that without the pressure and just because it feels good, then we do it more often and we get fantastic results. Principle 10 is honour your health with gentle nutrition. So this is about making food choices that honour your health and taste buds while making you feel good. remembering that you don't have to eat the perfect diet to be healthy and you won't suddenly have a nutritional like deficiency or gain weight from any one meal or snack or one day of eating or even a week of eating like off track if you go on holiday or christmas whatever like those short term things don't make the difference it's what we do over the long term that counts so taking off that pressure again and focusing on gentle nutrition i like that 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 word gentle so it's just about gently guiding yourself towards things that are great for you most of the time nourishment nutrition adding adding a vegetable to dinner or adding some protein to breakfast or just eating more mindfully seeing if you can add some more color to your plate and just think what's one little change i could do just to nudge myself in that direction of nourishing my body so i get to feel my best and it's what you eat consistently over time that matters progress not perfection is what counts and there's so much more in the book obviously but that is where i'm going to stop this episode for now and i'll probably do another one on other concepts in the book as i go through it again but i hope this was helpful and if you have any thoughts any questions please get in touch and let me know my email is haley at uk, or come find me on facebook or instagram via the links in the show notes i definitely recommend the book i'll put the link to it in the show notes as well And thank you for listening and speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.